Hello and welcome to Hearts in Harmony from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Kroger Tenderay Beef, no other beef so fresh, can be so tender, presents Hearts in Harmony, transcribed. K is for Kroger, C is for cut, B is for beef. KCB means Kroger cut beef, and Kroger cut beef means more meat for your money. Yes, Kroger cut beef gives you more meat, less waste. And the reason is this. Before the meat is weighed and priced, the Kroger method of cutting beef removes excess bone, excess waste, and stringy ends. Mind you, that's before the meat is weighed and priced, which means more meat for your money. And it's top U.S. government grades of beef. It's tender, juicy, rich red, and marbled with just the right amount of flavory fat. Yes, in Kroger cut beef, you get a better value in top-grade beef. For example, take a specific cut of beef, say a Kroger cut chuck roast. Before the roast is weighed and priced, the Kroger method of cutting beef removes excess waste and stringy meat. That means you get a better value because you get more solid meat, only a minimum of bone. Yes, you receive more meat, less waste, whether you buy a steak or a roast. So visit your neighborhood Kroger store soon. Make it a rule to get Kroger cut beef. It gives you more meat for your money. And now, hearts in harmony. If fate had not decided otherwise, Penny Gibbs would be Mrs. Barry Carlton. But today, Penny is in a hospital, the result of an automobile accident. And the man she intended to marry is dead. And when they told her of his death, The shock was tremendous, and Penny's life hung in the balance, for her will to live was gone. At Heatherton Hospital, in the office of Dr. Clarence Weston, the doctor talks with his friend, Dr. Sam Jennifer. Dr. Weston says, It's good to be with you again after all these years, Sam. I thought we'd never be together again. You could have taken that job at Harvey that I offered you five years ago, Clarence. Uh, Yes, but my heart was here at Heatherton by then. I don't think I'll ever leave now. I don't blame you for feeling that way. You've made a good name for yourself, and you have a fine hospital. Well, I'm trying to improve it right along. It's not half the hospital I hope it to be. (laughs) You never were satisfied with anything, Clarence. We knew in school you'd be a success because of it. But we also knew you'd never be happy. Oh, I'm happy, Sam. Happy as long as I'm making progress and improvements. Well, uh, I hope you never reach perfection. You'll be the unhappiest man who ever lived. (laughs) Well, I'm not in danger of reaching perfection, Sam. Man can't live long enough to do what I want to do and reach the things I want to reach. Maybe I should have tried specialization as you have. You must be pretty satisfied with yourself. Not a bit, Clarence. Well, in some respects, yes, and to some extent. I'm making a good living, and I've brought help to a lot of people. But I still don't know all I want to know about the human eye. I still can't restore sight in certain types of blindness. You've made a big name for yourself, sir. What's a name, Clarence? When there are dozens of people who are hopelessly blind. My name brings them to me, but my name doesn't help them to see. And I have to tell them there's nothing I can do. I hope you won't have to say that to Miss Gibbs. I hope not. What seems to be her trouble? I don't know, Sam. That's not my field. I don't mean that. I mean, when did you discover her eyes were failing? When I examined her three weeks after the accident. Accident? Yes, she was in an auto accident with her fiancé. In fact, they were on their way here to be married. His injuries were fatal. Oh. Does she know? Yes. 
We kept it from her as long as we could. When we did tell her, she wasn't quite strong enough for the shock, but she insisted on being allowed to see him, so we had to tell her. The effect on her was alarming. I think I can imagine the result of such a shock. It went beyond imagination, Sam. She was close to recovery when he told her, but 24 hours later, she was as close to death as she was just after the accident. The will to live went out of her, too, and you know what that can mean. Only too well, Clarence. But has she begun to come around? A little. But it took a lot of persuasive talk, a lot of hard-hitting talk, too, just to make her agree to let you have a look at her. Was she told she might be going blind? Yes, she was. But she didn't care. In fact, she still doesn't care. She's seeing you, more or less, as a favor to her family. I don't want to force my services on a patient, Clarence. Well, she wants to see you now, Sam. She appreciates the opportunity. Believe me, when her attitude has changed toward things in general, when her attitude's back to normal, she'll be grateful for whatever you can do for her. When do you think you can see her? Well, I... I want to have a look at that patient on the 11th floor right after lunch. Oh, that should be about 2 o'clock. I can see your Miss Gibbs at, uh, well, let's say... 3 or 3.30. Uh, make it 3.30. All right, 3.30. I'd like to speak to the girl's nurse right now, though. There are some things I'd like her to do to prepare the patient. Well, that would be Nurse Angela Brill. Have her come down here and you can give her the necessary instructions. Oh, by the way, this office is yours for as long as you'll stay with us. Oh, Angela, must I take more medicine? This isn't medicine, Miss Gibbs. This is something Dr. Jennifer wants you to take before he sees you this afternoon. Oh, golly. Now, drink this. What is it? Oh, you know you don't care what it is. Just drink it. All right. Oh, there. All of it, Miss Gibbs? All of it? Mm-hmm. That's better. Now, try to get some sleep. I'm not sleepy. Well, rest then as much as you can. Dr. Jennifer wants you completely relaxed when he comes to see you. Angela, I still wish you wouldn't bother. Now, you know that's not so. You know you're very lucky to have one of the finest eye specialists in the world here to help. But I don't want any help. I think that auto accident knocked something loose inside your head, Miss Gibbs. You say the most senseless things. They're not senseless, Angela. You ought to know how I feel and why. I know why you feel the way you do, but I also know how you ought to feel. Believe me, it's not the way you feel today. Well, I won't like you with you. And you won't agree with me either, will you? Nope. Well, I'm not going to try to make you agree with me. You're going to like Dr. Jennifer. Am I? Mm-hmm. Uh, don't you want to know what he's like? I'll find out soon enough. Oh, Miss Gibbs, if you just be the way you were before. How can I be, Angela? I'm not the person I was before. I don't have what I had before. I don't mean before, well, just before the accident. I mean, long before. You don't know what I was like then. I have a pretty good idea. I'm sure you had a zest for things. You looked the type. I'm sure you were interested in everything and everyone. You're that kind. You can be that way again so easily if you'll only try. There's no point in trying. How many more times do I have to tell you that? The question is, how many more times will you tell me that before you begin to hear how silly it sounds? Well, we won't talk about it anymore. At least not right now. Dr. Jennifer wants you to rest. All right, I'll rest. See that you do. Well, it's just 12.30 now. Dr. Jennifer won't see you till 3.30. See if you can get about three hours sleep, will you? 
another and last look at this left eye of yours again, Miss Gibbs. And steady now. Look straight into the light. Ah, that's it, Miss Gibbs, that's it. Yeah, I bet you're glad that's the last of looking into a bright light, aren't you? It didn't bother me, Dr. Jennifer. That's good. Are you sure there was no pain at any time? No, no pain. Well, where there's pain, there's difficulty. So maybe you're not in as bad shape as Dr. Weston thought. I'm sure I'm not. Well, let's hope so. But it's hard to tell anything from a sketchy and preliminary examination such as this one. Uh, tell me something, Miss Gibbs. Has there ever been any blindness in your family? Uh, no, not that I know of. Uh-huh. Any nervous illness? No, sir, none. How about your parents? Are they living? No. No, they, they died several years ago. I see. Miss Gibbs, uh, do you ever have any physical sensation that you are losing your sight? I mean, uh, have you at any time noticed that you suddenly cannot see as well as you did before? No, I haven't. But you don't see too clearly, do you? Well, at times, things are kind of fuzzy. Colors more dim, light a little gray? A little. Uh-huh. Miss Gibbs, as I said before, a preliminary examination doesn't tell us much. But together, we should be able to do a pretty satisfactory job. You'll be on my side in this, won't you? Yes, Dr. Jennifer, I'll be on your side. That's what I hope you'd say. Well, uh, we'll have to get you ready for the tests and examination. <laughs> Don't be afraid of them, Miss Gibbs. They're harmless and... So am I. Come in. Hello, Clarence. Hello, Sam. I was using my office for a little while, if you uh, don't mind. Well, I, I think I can sublet you a corner of your own office. I've seen four of your patients this afternoon. How are they? It's an interesting case on the 11th floor, Clarence. I, I've never seen anything quite like it. But I think I know what to do. Operate? It's the man's only hope. But I'll have to get Wallingham from Detroit to help me out. I wouldn't dare risk it alone. Uh, there's a problem of money there, Sam. I gather that when I talk to him. I'll see that the price is right, Clarence. I'm sure Wallingham will do the same thing. A man has a right to the use of his eyes. He shouldn't lose that right because there's too high a price tag on them. I won't touch the Johnson case, though. Well, why not? There's no use. I don't see putting a patient through the ordeal of an operation when the end result will still be total blindness. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. I'm sorry to say it. But I can save the patient time and money and spare him the folly of false hopes by telling him the truth. I think he's already guessed it, hasn't he? Yes. He told me so himself that he had no hope. But the man has a family, Clarence, and he's well-to-do. It's unfortunate, to say the least, but... But blindness will not be the hardship to him that it is to so many others. No, I'm, I'm sure it won't be. But what about Miss Gibbs? I want to arrange to give her a thorough examination and put her through several tests later this week. I'll have to see what time I have open. Well, we'll make all our facilities available to you, Sam. Did you have a look at her eyes or just talk to her? Both. Her attitude isn't helpful at the moment, but I have hopes it'll change. We all have that hope, Sam. But what about her eyes? What could you find out? Nothing specific. There's definitely some trouble there. How serious and of what nature, it's much too early to tell. I want her to have a complete rest for the next several days. Keep her on sedatives if necessary. And by all means, do whatever can be done to bolster her spirits. And that last request will be the hardest to fill, Sam. I realize that. That's one of the reasons that she's going to be hard to help. Sam, tell me the truth. 
What do you think about that girl's eyes? I told you. It's still too early to tell. You're not talking to a child, Sam. And if that girl's losing her sight, after everything else that shocked her in the last month, she has to be prepared. What do you really think? What's the truth? The truth is, Clarence, I... I see definite evidence that Miss Gibbs is going blind. Is Penny going to be blind for the rest of her life? Will this shock be more than she can stand? Or won't she care? Be sure to listen to the next dramatic episode of Hearts in Harmony. KCB! KCB! KCB means Kroger Cut Beef, and Kroger Cut Beef means more meat for your money. That's right, Kroger Cut Beef gives you more meat, less waste. Because before the meat is weighed and priced, the Kroger method of cutting beef removes excess bone, excess waste, and stringy ends. For example, if porterhouse steak is your favorite, you'll find that at Kroger's you don't pay steak price for stringy ends and waste. The Kroger method of cutting beef removes the long stringy end and excess waste before the steak is weighed and priced. But see for yourself by visiting your Kroger store. Notice that you get more meat, less waste, and it's top U.S. government grades of beef. Beef that's tender, juicy, rich red, and marbled with just the right amount of flavory fat. So remember, whether you buy a steak or a roast, Kroger cut beef gives you more meat for your money. Here's your big opportunity. Kroger's great hot-dated coffee contests bring you the chance to win a big, luxurious Hudson sedan, an Alaska sealskin fur coat valued at $1,400, a Westinghouse laundromat roaster or a Justomatic iron. Kroger is awarding 1,160 prizes in five weekly contests. The fourth week's contest closes midnight tomorrow, November the 5th. Get your entry blank with full details at your Kroger store. Be sure to listen in tomorrow, same time, same station, for another absorbing transcribed chapter of Hearts in Harmony.